thank you for tuning in to the Transformed Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast challenges us to be different from this world in which we live and to transform ourselves into the best that we can be for God. Here is your host, Caleb Rutherford. Prejudice is a burden that confuses the past, threatens the future, and renders the present inaccessible. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Caleb Rutherford, and I'm your host. Again, I'm grateful that you're with us today. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this particular episode. If you have not listened to any of my others, I do encourage you to go back and and listen to some of those. We are not going in any particular order this season. Uh, However, next season, season two, which begins in August, we will be going in a particular order. So that certainly will be beneficial for you to listen to those um, in order. However, we are not there yet. That is in a couple of months. Um, But once we get there, please do that. But if you have an opportunity, go back, check out the rest of the episodes on my podcast, as well as all of the other episodes on all of the other podcasts here at the Scattered Abroad Network. Again, we're grateful for every host that we have and every writer that we have. Uh, We have a lot to offer, and I hope that you are taking advantage of that. I hope you're continuing to pray for this network, that you are praying that it would continue to glorify God and reach the souls uh, who are lost, and that hopefully maybe they will be able to know um, that they need to be baptized into Jesus Christ for their mission of their sins, and then they will be on their way to heaven with all of us um, here at this network. Um, But hopefully, uh, if you have any questions or anything like that, please reach out. Again, uh, you can DM us or you can email us at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Any questions you might have, we'll do our best to answer them. Also, if you can, as always, please remember to go give us a rating or review on whatever platform it is that you use. Also, check out our website, scatteredabroad.org. Don't forget about our giveaway here at the end of this month, um, and it will be available for you once you subscribe to our email list. Today we're talking about being transformed into, again, this whole theme, being transformed, excuse me, being transformed out of. We are not being transformed into yet. That is next season, uh, but rather we are being transformed out of. Of And we are looking at different things in our old lives that we maybe used to have in our lives. If you're a Christian, maybe you're someone who's not a Christian. And this is something that you struggle with in your life. And if it is, I certainly hope that this episode will be beneficial to you. But today we're particularly talking about prejudice. Transformed out of prejudice. And I certainly think what a timely topic, what a prevalent topic, and it is certainly a problem that is very prevalent today, isn't it? We see it all over social media. We hear it all over the news. Um, Pretty much every major topic that comes on the news um, or over social media has to do with something about race or something about prejudice. And it seems... uh, it truly seems that people kind of just want to find more and more ways to be prejudiced towards those around us, whoever you might be, but there is so much hatred. There is so much racism, so much prejudice in our world. And if you and I are not careful, we can very easily fall into the exact same trap as those around us, regardless of what side of the coin you might fall on, wherever you are, you can get pulled into that trap and get so caught up um, in the prejudice ideas and ideologies of our world. And that, but you see, that's exactly what our enemy wants, is it? We know we have a common enemy, the devil, and he wants us to fall apart, doesn't he? He wants there to be division. 
He wants there. He wants all of us to be at odds with one another. And if he can get us to do that, he will tear down the church as best as he can. And so it's up to us, you and I as Christians, as individuals, that we bury those things. We put them to bed and we do all that we can to be at peace with one another, to love one another, to see each other in the correct light as God would have you and I see each other. Um, and hopefully that is something that we're working on every single day. But prejudice is something that can be very difficult um, in our lives, especially if you um, are looking at the way our world sees one another today. I want to talk about an example in the Bible of someone who certainly was prejudice. And I want to go back to the Old Testament, and I want to think about the man named Jonah. And in Jonah chapter 4, and really in Jonah's entire story, and I think most people know who Jonah is. Jonah was the man who was commanded by God to go preach to the people of Nineveh, and he decided to run. And there at the end of chapter 1, he gets into that boat, and he goes on the water out towards Nineveh, or excuse me, out towards um, uh out towards Tarshish, excuse me, I couldn't think of where he was trying to go, Tarshish is where he was trying to go, um, and, but instead of going to Nineveh, he flees to Tarshish, but he can't get there, the storm comes on the water, the men are there are scared, so they throw him overboard, and Jonah, or rather God sends that great fish to Jonah, and the, the fish swallows him, and Jonah sits in there three days and three nights, he prays to God, he kind of gets back on track, he gets spewed out of the mouth of the fish, and he lands on the on the land, he then begins to go towards Nineveh, he decides to preach to them, he preaches to them, they repent, they have the right uh, frame of mind, and they, they want to get back to doing what's right, and then you hit chapter 4, and chapter 4 is truly the most ironic thing out of this entire study of the book of Jonah. The audacity of Jonah is something that keeps standing out to me as we go through this, as as I'm going through this study. I I look at chapter four and I think about verse two specifically. Now keep in mind, this is what has been leading up to this. Jonah has just preached to the people of Nineveh. Nineveh has just heeded his warnings. They have just repented. They have just turned back to God. They are going to put all of those things behind them. They're going to repent. They're going to turn to God. They're going to faithfully serve him and follow him. And yet Jonah has one of the most peculiar reactions in verse 2 of chapter 4. In Jonah chapter 4 and verse 2, he says, the Bible says this, So he prayed to the Lord, and he said, Ah, Lord, was not this what I said when I was still in my country? Therefore I fled previously to Tarshish. For I know that you are a gracious and merciful God, that you are slow to anger, that you are abundant in loving kindness, that you are one who relents from doing harm. You see, Jonah might be one of the most successful and yet one of the most unhappy preachers ever. It really just boggles my mind. Think about it. Jonah preaches and essentially an entire city comes forward, sits on the front row and repents of all of their wrongdoings. And what's Jonah's reaction? He's angry. He's mad. And he tells God, he says, look, I knew this was going to happen. He says, God, I could have told you. This is how it was all going to turn out. God, I did told you, tell you, in fact, that this is exactly what was going to happen before it ever even happened. He's so angry. He is irate. He is upset at God because God spared Nineveh from destruction. Jonah says, I knew you were gracious. I knew you were merciful. He says, I knew you were slow to anger. I knew that you were abundant in kindness. And I knew that you would show all of these things to this wicked people of Nineveh. But the reason that I say this is so ironic is because some three chapters before, what was in Jonah in desperate need of? 
whenever he had fled from God, he had ran from the call that God had given him. He was trying to flee and put as much land and distance between him and God. What was he in desperate need of? A God who was gracious. A God who was merciful. A God who was slow to anger. A God who was abundant in kindness. You see, he was in the exact same need of what God offers, just as the people of Nineveh were. And he received what the people of Nineveh received. But he was unhappy that the people of Nineveh received it just like he did. You see, Jonah was blind, wasn't he? Now, I guess no one can truly and accurately 100% pinpoint as to why Jonah was so upset. No one can, I think, say here is exactly why Jonah was so, irang- was so excuse me, angry and irate. But I do think um, that we do get some kind of idea um, as we go through this study. And I think that this whole idea is based out of the fact that Jonah was prejudiced. Okay, think about it. Jonah, what, what was Jonah's nationality? Jonah was an Israelite, wasn't he? And let's think about Nineveh. Who was he going to preach to? Nineveh. Nineveh was the thriving capital of Assyria. Well, who was Assyria? Oh, Assyria was one of the greatest enemies of Israel. Assyria, it was a complete barbaric nation. They were horrible to their enemies. They were ruthless. They were gruesome, grotesque. They were violent. They were one of the the most violent nations that was there. And they were one of the biggest enemies of Israel. And I think it's safe to say that Jonah had prejudice in his heart towards these people. And unfortunately, he allowed that to blind him from seeing their spiritual well-being and their spiritual value. You know, it's interesting to me that most people don't enjoy studying the Old Testament. A lot of people look at the Old Testament and think, what's the need? What's the point? Why look at the Old Testament? And obviously, we, we know passages like Romans 15 and verse 4, that these things were written aforetime. Uh, they, they were there for our learning. And a lot of times, people don't see the relevance of the Old Testament. But it's interesting to me, because one of the biggest issues that our world faces, one of the biggest battles that our world fights today, is the exact same issue that Jonah was more than likely facing and battling in his own heart. You see, you and I know that no prejudice is right, don't we? We we know that. Peter said in Acts chapter 10 and verse 34, he said, now keep in mind, the Jews were struggling with this whole idea because their relationship with the Gentiles, the Jews and the Gentiles really didn't get along that great. But I think about what Peter said in Acts 10 and verse 34. He said, in truth, I perceive that God shows what? No partiality. That God shows no favoritism. That God doesn't look at someone and say, oh, I love you more than I love this other person. Oh, I'm going to give you more opportunities than I'm going to give this other person. Oh, I'm going to give you more blessings than I'm going to give. That's not how it works. And yet so often, even among Christians today, even among people who are children of God today, we might look at someone and we might say, ah, there is no way that they could become a Christian. Look at all the things that they've done in their lives. Look at all the horrible things that they're doing. Look at all the mistakes that they've made in their past. Look at all these things that they have been involved in, all these things that they have done in their life. But brothers and sisters, friends, listeners, until we realize that not a single one of us is worthy of the blood of our Lord and Savior, 
we will never be able to successfully live for him. How dare we look at someone and think that we are more important than they? How dare we look at someone and think that we are more important than they are or that we are more deserving of the sacrifice of Jesus than they are? 1 Timothy 2 and verse 4, Paul said this. He said, who desires all men to be saved. Who? All men to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. Look, I get it. The Assyrians were some gruesome people. I know that. They were probably some of the most violent, some of the most grotesque people in our world's history. They ransacked towns. They tortured people. They killed children. They had no respect for Almighty God. And yet, what did God offer them? He offered them the exact same opportunity that he offered to Jonah. And guess what? Jonah failed when it came to seeing that every single individual has an opportunity to be right with God, regardless of what they've done in their past, regardless of the things that they have done in their their lives. Every single person has an opportunity to make themselves right with Almighty God. And Jonah failed to see the importance of every single individual because there was prejudice in his heart. How do we overcome something like that? How do we get over a problem like prejudice? Well, don't rather, excuse me, do what Jonah could not do. And that's look within himself. You see, we tend to think that we are so much better, don't we? We tend to think that we are so far better off than everywhere than everyone else. And I think that's a lot of where prejudice comes from. Looking at others and thinking, ah, oh, I'm so much better than you. Oh, I've done so many, so many more good things than you. Here's my resume. Look at all the things that I've accomplished. Let me see yours. Oh, you don't have these things on there. I'm better than you are. You see, Jonah was unable to see himself, wasn't he? Jonah had allowed the prejudice in his mind to blind him to his own issues. I beg you, don't allow prejudice to fill your heart. Understand that you are not greater than the person next to you, but that Jesus died equally for both of you. Live with a mindset of humbleness, of humility, and I promise you, it will help you transform into someone who can look at others with the exact same love that God has for you. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.